and welcome to Spotlight with me, Ruth Medgeberg. This is your weekly guide to all things arts, culture and new Irish music. Uh, today we're going to have a very special Culture Night show where we are going to talk about what's happening this weekend. Because of course, Friday the 23rd of September is Culture Night. We see all of Ireland uh, opening up their doors, all the art spaces, all the performance spaces, loads of our finest artists putting on a show and normally it's all for free. So we're going to talk to Culture Night ambassador Nyler Nine about his top picks, what he recommends that we should go and see and do. Also on this week's show we have a live musical guest, a brand new artist called Ainer who's going to be popping in and doing some songs for us. We also have an interview with an amazing woman called Cloda Finn who is an author and a columnist and she writes about amazing women in history who are kind of often overlooked so she's going to tell us some of her favorite stories of amazing women and so we're going to kick off the show straight away with some brand new irish music as we do because you know why else we play anything else this is a new collaboration i love a good collaboration between two artists this is merly who you might remember from winning the choice awards a few years ago uh merly it was in rosangano family He's now on his own, doing a few bits and pieces. He's teamed up with Elaine May. I love Elaine May. We all love Elaine May. And together, they have this banger of a track. It's called Ready. Are you ready? Here we go. Let's lift off this week's spotlight. What I desire, I'm ready for you. You're what I desire, and I'm ready for you. What I desire, I'm ready for you. You're what I desire. I'm ready for you. What I desire, I'm ready for you. And what I desire, and I'm ready for you. What I desire, I'm ready for you. And what I desire, and I'm ready for you. What I desire, I'm ready for you. And what I desire, and I'm ready for you. Yes, I know. I may never be that kid you wish that I was And it'll be a remiss of me, things I saw Stuck in a rut, there was no vibe Stomach a bumble for more life I was alone, there was no pride Where goes the line, we know, try But I keep moving forward Finding new seed, I sow it Belly gon' cry for hours When I see the meal, I know it Take it out, ignore what I might call Never dwell on stumbles on I roll Daddy, they come from no man Every day with them was a no pad Twice as hard and all that You saw it, yeah, you saw it How I been on job like no man You know it, yeah, you know it Be trying to make dough like a Roman You saw it, yeah, you saw it Everyone sleep when we go on Laughing at us, they have been live, roll one Now if you looking for your champion, I know one what I desire, I'm ready for you. What I desire, and I'm ready for you. What I desire, I'm ready for you. What I desire, and I'm ready for you. What I desire, I'm ready for you. What I desire, I'm ready for you. What I desire, I'm ready for you.
Let's talk events. Coming up in the National Concert Hall, we have an event called Haunted Dance Halls. Tickets are €27 for this, but you do get an L discount if you are friends of the NCH. So it's over two nights. Haunted Dance Hall will see over 40 artists. Now, it's not just your normal, usual 40 artists who play venues all the time in Ireland. They are bringing in some exceptional new electronic or contemporary classical ambient musicians from all over the world to the concert hall. It's called Hauntology. Hauntology Noise and Experimental Music. A brand new festival for Ireland's iconic venue. It'll be in five different rooms throughout the National Concert Hall. I don't know if you've ever been to the concert hall. Obviously we've been to the main concert space. But some of the little rooms that they have dotted upstairs are just or if not more magical than the concert hall space I'm really excited to see how they're going to utilise the venue to its like maximum potential here so that's haunted dance halls in the National Concert Hall from 7pm to late tickets 27 euro for that one seems amazing first and the second of October get your tickets now for that one now we love a bit of poetry here on Spotlight as you all know There's an artist who's a friend of mine who I absolutely adore, and I think you all know him just as well as I do. His name is Stephen James Smith. He is doing an event as part of Dublin, the Dublin Festival of History. Um, It's brought to you by Dublin City Council and Dublin City Libraries. Good, good skins of people. It's in the Richmond Barracks Gymnasium on September 26th. Starts at 7pm uh, and it's a free event. And we all love free events, don't we? I mean, we need to be doing more free events and we need to be highlighting them more here due to the old uh, crisis of living or whatever they're calling it. So uh, Stephen James Smith is doing um, a history event uh, inspired by the recent passing of Dublin poets Thomas Kinsler and Vincent Caprani, um, where Stephen's going to be discussing poems from Dublin's past, as well as reading some of his own work, inspired by the city and its glorious journey. So why don't we, right now, take um, take a track, take a reading from, Dub- or from Stephen James Smith. This is from his album, See No Evil. Beautiful body of work. This is Dublin You Are. So why don't you just like take a moment, have a listen, sink in, listen to what he's saying. He's such a good voice, such a good poet. Take it away, Stephen James Smith. Dublin, you are grey brick upon brick full of tarmac and hipster pricks, just face it. All other places pale in comparison, you are more than some former Saxon garrison Dublin. Your warmth came too late for John Curry, Dublin, are you even sorry? Dublin, you're divided by more than the Liffey. You said yes to equality, it's about blooming time, yet Dublin, you always proclaimed to cherish all. Dublin, your panties are on Capel Street, compromising any papal feats, Dublin, Jedward, awkward. Dublin. You're more than a settlement on the paddle, but Dublin, what's the crack with coddle? It's shite. Why don't you just admit it? Dublin. You brought back Sam again. But when did you go from the crash of the ash to exchanging gold for cash? Dublin. Dublin. Oblina. Balia Ahaclea. 
and 180 other tongues your citizens are using to name you. So cade me the fault you to all. Dublin, where the power is held by too few in the doll. Dublin, when will you revolt again? 1988 wasn't your true millennium, despite the 50 peas and milk bottles dubbing your mine. But I'm happy to share you. Dublin. From RTE, TCD, UCD, U2, SIP2, IFSC, and acrimonious temple bar STDs. ODs. ODs. ODs and OMGs. No longer the second city. Yet you play second fiddle to Google and Guinness to Facebook and on social to its Dublin nook yourself. Your tower blocks and tenements are an excuse for a solution. Dublin. Come here till I tell you. It can be more than rapid dirt birds and banjacked bouses and all right story, but yeah, sure, that's all good. Chase that skull, you white gold ball, you McSoyer and the lawyer. Dublin might cry for you. Dublin. You're a tough bastard. Yet you're full of the softness of all the people on your streets. Margaret Dunn dancing on O'Connell Street. The dice man Tom McGinty miming on Grafton Street. Pat Inglesby with his palms in Westmoreland Street. And your mollies. Malone. Ivers and Bloom. To Daddy Sadie Sandy Mounts. From the Gospel of Kelly, Drew, McKenna, and Sheen to Borstal boys like Brendan Bean to Galance Rejoice and Evelyn looking out to sea. Snow falling slowly on the dead in glass, Nevin, Glen and Marquetta once strolling to Christy Brown, willfully controlling a foot to paint pictures and poems to your heroines. Brenda Fricker, the city's mother, and Maureen O'Hara, an enchanting other Dublin, you are boom and bust, running wild and swift. Dublin, can I trust you? Dublin, you're true blue as Harry Clark's cobalt. Dublin, from a thin Lizzie Dicey ready to a floozy in a jacuzzi, God fear him. Dublin, shooting down Veronica gear on Dublin, you're bang bang. Forty coats, Zosimus, a blind street pole, Dublin, you're all of us. And all who are yet to come. So let's go to the grave diggers and have a point. Dublin. Remember Stardust and all your waltzing lovers. Jim's arms are outstretched, tourism people yet are we under the thumb again, Dublin. Your GPO columns are scarred from the crackle of gunshots, Dublin. Your CCTV will never yield your essence like the shots of Arthur Fields' man on bridge. You are the pool baked towers and the poor showers begging on Patcher's walk. Dublin, you're all tall, yet you have my attention. From Robbie Keane to Paul and me in Dublin's calling who Ah, Paul McGrath while some say up the rat. Dublin, bridging gaps with Joyce and Beck and finally to Rosie Hackett. Dublin, Paddy Finnegan was forced to sell the big issue on your streets while Daffodil Mulligan was paid the bear on beats. Dublin, you say delish. 
Dublin are full of the Polish, and Brazilians speaking Portuguese, and now the Chinese have turned Parnell Street into Chinatown, Dublin. Don't let them down. Don't forget, no blacks, no dogs, no Irish. Dublin perish the thought of you being racist. Dublin. Cucullin has fed the GPO and is heading for Monto, Dublin. Your bay embraces. Despite the Southfield Sea, your mountains frame all your natural beauty. Dublin, no way than Banshee stricken with TV, Dublin. You're European, but you could be Craggy Island in disguise. Gabriel Conroy is heading west because of an epiphany. Just saying, Dublin, you only painted your post boxes green. Is the Abbey doing all you dreamed? Dublin, you're notorious for clampers, senators and seagulls, to Celtic tigers and septic tanks, to singing high kings and rampaging Vikings. Dublin, come here. Take me for the teddies and a romantic stroll down with a pier. Dublin, you're a dancing place, a sprawling space of villages and many faces on the edge of an island that's been eroded by the Atlantic, battling with being romanticised. Dublin, are you dynamic? Struggling with identity, changing for the better, changing for us. Don't be scared to change. Don't be scared. We're with you. Always. My friend. My home. Mentioned 50 times in this poem, we live in you, with you, my city, McCree. I love you. Most of the time you see Dublin. You are me. So more culture for you. If you're staying in and you don't fancy what's on RTE or any other likes, you can tune into TG Car and they're going to take us on a little trip around the island of Ireland in their Culture Night special. So they're going to be buzzing around from Mayo, where you're going to teach the techniques of lobster pot making, uh, all the way to Cork, where you're going to visit um, a purpose-built studio space that kind of like brings kids in from the local area and teaches them all how to do bits and pieces. Then... Um, Adam Mohammed, who is this amazing Irish Sudanese poet, uh, they're going to be visiting him, uh, talking about what's happening in Dublin and how he's like, you know, bringing up his son in what they call it a new era. Uh, and then also on TG Car, they're doing lots of, they're just really highlighting community events, which is what Culture Night should be. It shouldn't be the big heavy hitters. It should be community events in your area. So Owen McDermott will rehearse a solo drama by local folklorist. And there's, you know, that's in like the grounds of Menlo Castle and Galway. So they're really shining an L spotlight on, on local bits and pieces. So... TG Carr, very wholesome by the sounds of it. Very wholesome, lovely culture night special. Now, will we take some music? I want to play you a song by a band called Kinsey. Now, Kinsey are an incredible band that I have just seen play down in Galway, well, Clare Galway, at Fall Right Into Place Festival. And you know what really surprised me about this little tiny festival was how young all the bands are. Bands are absolutely tiny these days. <laughs> or maybe I've just gotten really old in the lockdown and I'm looking at them going, "Ah, oh God, you're 18, you're 19, you're 20 and I am a dinosaur. Kinsey 
are young and just full of life and they're technically amazing playing their instruments you can tell that they have just been playing their hearts out in their bedroom over the last few years and now they're taking to the stage and they are smashing it so here is a young band called Kinsey with their song Point of You
sound a little di- different this week on the radio. It's because I'm not actually in the lovely Smithfield studios of Dublin City FM. I am in my camper van. I am in my camper van recording this in the most rural part of Clifton on the side of the bay and my camper van is rocking with the wind and it's pelting down with rain and I honest to God couldn't be happier. I'm just sitting here listening to new tunes, researching all the happenings that's going on in Dublin City and around and I'm just loving life. If you can see me now though, I have the microphone perched on top of this odd table and surrounded by loads of cushions. Uh, I'm trying to figure out the software. So, just in case you're wondering, it's like, Ruth sounds like she's in a box. I am. I very much am. But this is good crack. I love it. I love being here. The Clifton Arts Festival is on at the moment. And God, I love my arts. So, that's why everything sounds a bit weird. But hopefully, when I play the tracks, they don't sound weird at all. I'm going to play you a new tune now. This is a song by Alva Reddy, which we've played before. We've played the original before. It's called Shoulder Blades. But this is a new version. It's a it's a choir version done by the Theodora Byrne Ensemble. And I don't know if you're aware of Theodora Byrne and what she does. Is she gets all these amazing vocalists from Ireland and puts them together in this beautiful arrangement. And then they do these new versions of songs. So... This is a new version of Shoulder Blades that I would like to play for you by Alvaretti and the Theodora Byrne Ensemble. Have a listen to this. Sit by the window, read in a book you don't like, finish your coffee slowly, dangle in the kitchen, call the police on. Kids from the street, you saw them breaking into a car. You've got deliberation in your eyes. When you turn down the blinds, and I love to watch you. Thank you. 
for sticking with us here on Spotlight, your guide to arts, culture and new Irish music. Still to come on the show, we have lots more new tunes. We have a live session with Einar and we have some interviews for you too. Um, If you're listening live on the radio on Dublin City FM, feel free to text us in. Our number is 087-179-1032. However, if you're listening back on Spotify, hello to you too, um, you can feel free to DM me or send me a message on all of your social I am at Ruthless Imagery. Feel free to check us out there. All right, up next, we're going to have some more brand new Irish music. Let's talk more about collaborations. You know I love it when bands collaborate. Here is James Vincent McMorrow, who we all know and love, remixing a song by Maria Kelly. Maria, as if you remember, was on our show recently enough doing some live versions of her songs. JVM has put a donk on it. <laughs> he has remixed eight hours and it's absolutely gorgeous. Get your ears around this. I 
is another young fresh baby band <laughs> who I also saw play live very recently um and if well, I was looking at them and I was like I was looking at a little baby Kurt Cobain in his little cardigan and I was like okay this is it 90s grunge kids love them here is a song called Commander Trainwreck by a band called Skinner Maybe just another day of laying in bed Will recover all the nutrients that leak from my head My mind is stale, my skin is pale I'm staying up late, watching internet fails Slowly drag my body from the back of my room I'm so sick of everybody telling me that I'm doomed My spit sinks slow to the pit of my soul It's gonna, it's gonna, 
So let's have a look at what's coming up in Vicar Street. Uh, if you fancy a bit of a laugh, Dylan Moran is playing Wednesday the 28th and uh, the 30th of September. And then the usual people who seem to be always playing Vicar Street are still playing Vicar Street. So Dara O'Brien is in there. Also, Joanne McNally continues her incredible run of 60 nights of at Vicar Street with the Prosecco Express, which I hear is absolutely hilarious. Uh, let's liven things up a little bit with a band who is also playing Vicar Street and they have just added another night. So the 1st and the 2nd of October we'll see Pillow Queens play Vicar Street and they are going to be amazing shows. Let's take a track by them. This is Be By Your Side.
Welcome to Spotlight Nile or Nine. I know it's only a few episodes in, but I was dying to get you <laughs> on the show. Hello, and I Ruth. have you. Success. Nice now you are here. here not just to talk about all the wonderful things that you do, but also in your official capacity as Culture yes. Night Ambassador. I've been I've been finally given an official title. It's uh, it's a bit special. It's uh, about time. <laughs> it's a bit special. You're a bit special. <laughs> okay. You're ambassador. <laughs> in I a mean good way. I want you to be our ambassador, yeah. yeah. Brilliant. What does a culture Dublin culture night ambassador do? Uh really just brings the vibes. I mean I think ultimately that's what they're about. Yeah. Just you know Brings look, the vibes. Look, bring Tick. the bring the culture uh, talking about uh, gigs and being excited about um, things that are happening in Dublin and that's something I do for a weekly and daily basis anyway so it's, it's your thing easy, easy job it's yeah. your thing so you were just being Nile and Nine but just with it with yeah it. wider scope than music this time of course yeah. because you know I've been going to a lot of theatre I've been going to a lot of galleries recently anyway and I mean not that I wasn't going before but um I think that's what Culture Night is. That's why it's so fun. It's a, it's an opportunity to go and see something you maybe wouldn't normally see. And I love music and I'm, I definitely go and see music on Culture Night. But it's a really opportunity to get out and go and see things that maybe you hadn't thought about or... Mm. Hear new know. voices outside exactly. of your circle. Exactly. Yeah. So, and it's free and it's like there's 300 different events happening on Culture Night on September 23rd. So there's just so many different things happening. 300? So yeah. 250 venues open around Dublin and around the country, of course, as well. So it just really is like an opportunity to go and see something and what I love about it as well is it's all ages mm. you can bring your family out you can go with your pals whatever it is your kids you can bring them out and go and experience they can experience something for the first time as well so and the fact that it's free and you know there's no barriers to entry it's just yeah. stuff that's on you, you keep saying the magic word our magic word here on this station is free because we are all broke and we're going to admit it we're like yeah we need some free things to do so this is perfect it's a 300 events and they're yeah. free to do so where do you even begin to start with 300 events well it's tough I think I think well first of all there's a lot of spaces that you know maybe are worth mentioning that would be open anyway and it's just an opportunity to go in and, and of an and, evening as yeah well. like yeah. say Dublin Inc the tattoo place is open and they're going to be doing some stuff there's a Mexican rest shop called Casa Mexico which is going to be open like Damn Fine Print are open that night Mazer is has opened his studio he's doing some uh, I think some he's offering some art and doing some discussions and drinks mm. and stuff so that's happening so there's all those kind of things that would be open maybe anyway obviously the big cultural institutions um, like Collins Barks is open this year uh, Emma is doing something really interesting which is like this kind of late night so there's a big focus this year on late night and that's one of the reasons why I'm here because I'm You're I'm a big proponent king. of late night <laughs> yeah <laughs> nighttime nighttime economy and uh, so there's a few more late night events that normally would happen like the one in Emma which is it's called um, Night Shift and I don't really know what it is yet but it sounds really intriguing. It's basically it involves a land train, maybe an outdoor exhibition and some spooky goings on so I'm not really sure what it is. Did you say a happening. land train? Yeah. What's a land train? What does it sound like? Is it that the thing like in Malahide <laughs> where they have zoo? a little yeah. choo-choo that goes around exactly. and takes tourists? Oh exactly my God, that. I love so, a land train. So, yeah. I never thought I'd love a land train more. <laughs> <laughs> so that's going on until 2am um, so I don't really yeah. know what is happening but it's you can go to him until 2am. Oh my night, God, so. you can catch me on the land train. There you go. There you go. So there's loads of those kind of things happening. And then, 
you and I are very aware of a band called, well, would you even call them a band? They're a raggle taggle collection of musicians called Acid Granny. Yes. And they have been um, roving around the streets for the last few years, making music and bouncing off whatever's happening in front of them. And they're going to be, they're a key part of Culture Night this year, actually. So they're going to be around Spencer Dock about half six on Culture Night. Down there, there's some live mural painting by um, Fanuna Halpin and... Uh, there's all sorts happening down Spencer Dock and the North Wall this year, which is really nice. So that's a Loads key hub. So happening. maybe people can just go mm. down there without really a clue yeah. what to do and they'll just stumble into things. Absolutely. And then there's places like Meet Now Square, which are um, the artist Tyg has a, is doing a big live show, Ooh. which has a big fashion element as well and big brass bands. So that'll be really interesting. There's also Dublin Modular, who are kind of a community of synthesized synth heads and uh, electronic musicians who are kind of doing some improv kind of stuff as well. There's some for the kids there's like puppetry and there's a trad sesh so there's a bit of everything really that's a meeting square and then over in Woodkey at the lovely outdoor space there Sive the uh, Kildare folk artist is playing love love there's Sive. a memory gospel choir as well who are uh, made up of people who have dementia and I, I don't know if you know but uh, I'm really fascinated by this I think it's a, a wonderful thing that anyone who has dementia apparently can be um their memory can be improved by music and yes. singing and listening to music. So it's a really lovely thing that happens. And uh, I think that's a, a lovely thing that will be happening. That sounds well. fascinating. I love that. Yeah. I did a big project um, a few years ago with people who suffer from dementia and Alzheimer's. And the, I, I, I didn't know what to talk to them about when we were driving from shoot to shoot. So yeah. I used to just... Um, try and kind of like think about what music they would have liked when they were a kid and I'd put it on in the car and you just get a flash off them going oh that's Mary Black I love Mary Black you know yeah. people that have been really music so buries powerful. itself in, in your memories your deep memories and that's where it stays and so it's a really it's a good way to unlock those memories from wow. people who have to struggle with memory yeah. so so that's yeah, a choir really did you say down in yeah, yeah yeah so there's a choir down there oh my god there's so many things. I think there's some aerial stuff happening down there as well. And then there's like little spaces like Marabon Books, which is in Dublin 8, a little bookshop. Mm. They're doing some live music stuff and some readings and things like that. So so everyone's out. Everyone is just putting forward. Because Culture Night, I feel like, has become huge. I remember when it started. And I, like, I don't even know when it was, like maybe 15 years ago yeah, or so. Yeah, I don't remember exactly. But it, it was always like, get the opportunity to yeah. go into a, a gallery the National Gallery of Ireland maybe late night after yeah. 6pm so that was it was the late idea. night thing and I was like this sounds amazing they're allowing everyone in so I felt like me as like a raggedy student who was broke I was like oh I can just pop in and have a look at all these posh places and you yeah. get a free glass of wine but now it's become this thriving huge event and I'd yeah. almost wish they'd put it over an entire weekend maybe someday they will but for now it's one night and it'll, it's an opportunity to really you know to engage with the city if you haven't been and, mm. and to get out and really see what's been going on creatively and culturally you know and uh, there's just so many and also outside the city too like Tala Civic Theatre is doing a lot of things I know like Robbie Kitts DJing out there Balabok from Club Comfort as well so there's loads of things happening mm. and I'm seeing stuff every day that I was like oh that's happening too that's yeah. happening too there's a lot of walking tours happening as well Love a uh, good you can do a tour of Fibsborough Tony Walsh is doing a, a, a tour of queer social spaces in Dublin's recent history Wow! so he's done that before but that's would be a special Country Night edition The Abbey are putting on Edna O'Brien's uh, premiere of her play Joyce's Women um, that night and also doing an uh, amazing Irish women of history uh, talk or walk as well so wow. just, look, there's loads it's there's happening there's loads it's extensive but not to mention your show go on <laughs> tell us a little bit about Night Moves that you're bringing out on Culture Night yeah so Night Moves is a 
a big party that's basically <laughs> happening in the fruit and veg market off Cable Street. It is had this idea about three months ago that it would be great to get into uh, this one of those derelict spaces that isn't being used at the moment in the city. Of which there are many, unfortunately. Yeah. And so Fruit and Veg Market off Cape Street has been closed for the last three years. It's been earmarked for a future uh, fruit and veg uh, market. Oh. So we will remain to be seeing what will happen. Mm. But that's 2026, apparently. So so we've still a few years to go before mm. that's going to happen, if it does happen. So in the meantime, we have the space. We have the keys for the night. We're, we're putting on a big production. We've yeah. got, I think it's 700 capacity in there. And it's going to be... We're going to do some discussions about the present and future of clubbing. The main reason is like, and I think this is why it fits so well into Culture Night, because there's been a lot of talk in the last few years of how clubbing is culture. Yeah. And I really believe that. Absolutely. This is is a way of showing that. Last year they had a big, um, they had like some techno DJs and and the likes of Dream Cycles in the Meathouse Square. And that was great to see. Yeah. So this is a kind of a, let's do more of this. Let's include people. The fact that it's a, it's a, it's an open space. It's a, it's a big open air market. We can put a lot of people in it. We're going to have DJs every kind of half an hour. It's kind of a flavor of what's happening in the city, and that's what I want to do. I want to make sure that there's enough, like, range of DJs in there that you can get an impression on what's going on in the city. Yeah. So you could stay for a night, but like most people will float in and out. And if As it's only because of other things they want to see, yeah. Like, and if it's a change on. over every half hour, I mean, like if you don't particularly like one DJ, you just have to hang around a half an hour, and they'll be like, they'll be changing over again. <laughs> That's which it, yeah, yeah. It's brilliant. So you're really kind of programming for the masses there. And yeah, it's open to everyone. It's all ages as well, and there's no bar, so that means. Um, like culture night isn't isn't really a big like uh, alcohol kind of space. No, so which what what makes event, it so, so special in the yeah. Irish calendar? Yeah. Um. So yeah. So it's a, it's a non-alcoholic event where you, it's not about the booze. It's just about seeing the music that's that's on uh, that's available in Ireland at the moment, and just promoting club culture. Well, exactly clubbing that. as a culture. Yeah. And 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 like the important thing, I think. That's one as- big aspect of it. And the other part is just to be able to get people into the fruit and veg market. And Same we're not going to, we're going to mm. use the space as it is as much as possible. And and so it can just like, it'll really feel like a bit of a warehouse rave. Yeah. Uh, although it'll be all ages and uh, it'll be very polite and nice. <laughs> warehouse raves, they're always polite and nice and safe spaces. I don't know what yeah, but I think I want, I want people who maybe wouldn't come to a, a rave or a club yeah. to come in and ha- enjoy themselves and have a have that experience as well because that sounds like the whole ethos of, of yeah, culture it's inclusive night. like yeah, yeah so a space that you that. wouldn't normally enter into this is your mm. chance to go in and have a little snippet of it Indeed. what hours are you doing in there um, we're going to have a couple of talks it could go from half four till eleven or half four to midnight we're not sure yet so oh, let's go to midnight it's, it's a long day we we'll have to wait and find out Ashes. it's not up to me unfortunately. Yeah, that sounds fabulous. I'm doing something in, I'm part of the Dean Art Studios Collective up on Chatham Row and we're open that day as well, that night, and I'm inviting people in for a portrait. Nice. It's a silent portrait though. Because you know, (laughs) normally I take pictures and I'm all chatty and stuff and I talk to people and I find out their vibe and I try and capture their vibe. For this, I thought I'd turn it on its head and invite people in and you're not allowed to say a word and I'm not allowed to say a word and I have to take your picture without knowing you and I'm going to see how that goes. But this is the thing, I wouldn't be able to try that if it wasn't for the crack of Culture sure. Night, you yeah, know. Yeah. And then I'm going to pop down to the tower buildings and take uh, and do, I'm on a panel there for all the chats about, I don't know, being a creative human, I suppose. And then I get to run up and have a have the bounce, a bounce uh, have the bounce with you. Great. That's going to be brilliant. Well, Nile and Nine, thank you so much for giving us a very extensive yeah, no list problem. of amazing things to do this Culture Night, which is September 23rd in Dublin and all across Ireland. Thank you so much and we will see you then. Thanks, Ruth. Cheers. 
Let's play some more tunes now, shall we? This is a little bit of a banger. It's from a new Irish band called Slaney. Here is Dream About You. Why can I let this go? You broke my heart in two. As soon as I dry my eyes, I start to cry again. Every time I Shortly, we're going to have a live musical session from a brand new act called Ainer, who's going to play some tunes for us. Um, he's going to play some stripped-back acoustic tunes. Now, I know that he likes to play with a full band, with a full sound, and get the full production. So, we're going to take a track from him. This is his single called There Ain't No Easy Way Out. So, if you like this, you like the cut of this, stick with us, and we will play you some more tunes of his very, very soon.
Farah L is back with a new song. This is Laundry. Now, Farah L is singing in English here, but if you ever get the chance to go see her perform, I saw her a few years ago. She does these amazing songs in Arabic. I'm really hoping she's still doing. And maybe we can get Farah in to do a few tunes here for us on Spotlight. Anyway, have a listen to her latest single. This is Laundry. Home and my laundry's done. I'll be coming home when my laundry's done. Home and my laundry's done, baby. I'll be coming home. Home 
So I am delighted to be joined right now in studio with Ainer. Am I pronouncing that right? Yes, perfect yeah. first time. Oh, thanks. <laughs> like you didn't coach me off yeah. air for a full no. minute there. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. You're going to play a few songs. We're going to have the chat. It's going to be lovely and cosy. Yes. But first, tell me about the name. Is that a really obvious and stupid way to start a conversation? But I feel like I want to know. It has a story a bit. Oh. I actually had a different name for a few years and then... I released an, an album that under a different name, totally different project, and then the day after, Gal got taken offline. I got an an email from this guy from the states with the same name, and was like, "Stop." What was it? Can we can we say it? Are we going to dead name him? Okay. Dead name him. Maybe maybe we're gonna like we're gonna like ruin his career. Maybe yeah, we probably on. should scrap spam him. It's, it was called Lover L O V R before. Oh, uh, that's nice. And um, not as nice as a yeah Ainer. I think Ainer's kind of better. I think, yeah, because is it Irish? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it means like, in my Ainer is on my own. And the, so then all that happened. And then I just totally was like, well, you know, it's a sign from the gods. Yeah. So I just, I started again, basically, with a new name and a kind of different sound and stuff. And yeah, Ainer's was it. It's very hard to find a good name that someone doesn't already have. But you've done it though, because when you put you into Google, you turn up and yeah. nothing else. Yeah. It's not like trying to find so-and-so band from Dublin, la la la. Yeah. It's just Ainer is there. I learned my lesson, Ruth, let me tell you. What a strong <laughs> lesson to learn off the bat. Yes. Well done. Sure, we're Taking all about every day's a school day. We're all learning <laughs> yeah. and growing. Okay, so you're here because you had a brand new single that's just come out. Congratulations. Thank you. There Ain't No Easy Way Out was out last, the 16th. Yes. The 16th. And, okay. And you're going to be playing a show upstairs in Whelan's ahead of your EP launch. I know. Yeah. What's the EP called? The EP is called Love Heart Birthmark. Okay. And that's, you're going to play upstairs in Whelan's on October the 13th. I love upstairs in Whelan's. Yeah. It's, it's lovely. It's gorgeous. It's yeah. soulful. I feel like the room has a vibe already. A lot of history in that place. Oh, yeah. Um, And yeah, we're going to like dress it up real nice and... It's a big show. We have like a big band, like a seven-piece band. Wow. Um, the whole EP is very like 80s synth pop. Yeah. Um, inspired. And one of the, I made it on my own as well. Of course, as Ainer, I'm on my own. <laughs> but um, one thing you do when you're making an EP on your own is you don't think about how you're going to do it live. Right. And so there's this huge synth pop 80s arrangement. And I was like, right, okay. Yeah. So we've been doing it with a smaller setup for all the festival circuit. Yeah. But now that it's going to be the EP launch, we're like going to go. I'm like, okay, this Go is my big. time to just like bring ev- bring in the yeah. big guns. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. So you're like, you're here with us now with just mm-hmm. an acoustic guitar. And when I was listening to your tunes before you came in, I had to turn to uh, Ashley, the producer, and go, are you sure he's doing this acoustic? Because I, I didn't know how <laughs> he could. So I'm really looking forward to, to seeing how you translate that big sound into one acoustic guitar. Mm. Um, you mentioned there about going big and and dressing the place you know Mm -hmm. so visuals are obviously a a massive part of of Aner right like what if someone was coming to your show in Wheelands what would they expect to see um it's very glitter it's very um neon lights Mm. like pulling straight out of the the 80s but not the cheesy one no like the cool new wave like you know like like new order kind of vibes and like tears for fears slick yeah more slick yeah. Um, it's kind of one of the reasons why I started doing it was because I was playing lots of other bands that were so like they're like these kind of rock bands and stuff and everyone was trying to be so subtle 
with music, you know, and like, you know, you go to do a photo shoot and you're in front of a brick wall oh. wearing black skinny jeans and you're like, yeah, you know what I'm on I about. I know this, it pains <laughs> me so much. I'm like, please stop doing the same photo. Yeah. And then I look at your photographs and I'm like, boy's got style, yeah. <laughs> Love it. So come here, you're going to play a couple of songs. Will you start us off with one now? Yeah. What are you going to play for us first? I'm going to play very stripped down version of Think Twice very stripped down okay mm-hmm. so just before you launch into this this is a song that features Cui de Barra on yeah. vocals as well right when we hear the, the big band version yeah. of it mm-hmm. um, and we had Cui in on our show a couple of weeks ago which is brilliant What what's it was that a collaboration or did you write a piece and think that her vocals would feel would, would fit for that yeah it was sort of I, I wrote it and it just I felt like it needed something else mm. And I just love Quiva and I was like, we'll think of any reason to work with her or do anything with her because she's brilliant. She's yeah. brilliant. And you, were you following her scooter tour of Ireland? I was, there? Yeah, I wasn't physically following her, but I was <laughs> looking at it online. Yeah. Running behind her with your guitar. <laughs> bring me with you, bring me with you. She's really upped the game, I think, for yeah. musicians to, to <laughs> It's a great idea. Yeah. It's like I did hear rumours of a scooter tour of Europe. But, uh, yeah, Stop. Uh, Maybe you can join on that one. Yeah, I'll get a little, little side cart. Yeah, that, that, I mean, I'm on for this. If you're listening, you have yeah. a, a, a tour buddy here. Okay, so take us away there with Think Twice. Sitting on my own in the back seat of your car That song you hate came on the radio The one where they say you try to hurt me with goodbye But covered by white boys, 1985 But an hour's in the back seat of your life Wondering if you would like to drive me If I could and I would I would return myself to you And commit myself to being by your side Cause it was sweet In your arms and you were kind Every time I was ready to go As you were ready to start for This infinite potential I could think twice Think twice All the infinite choice All the infinite demands I don't need to want to lose anything If I commit to nothing I have everything to gain Just an infinite messiah On a solitary plane The devotion still resides In the backseat of my life One subscription to another Across the sea of doubt But I know his choice It's infinite everything forever Cause it was sweet In your arms And you were kind Every time I was ready to go As you were ready to start This infinite potential I could think twice
But you can keep blaming all that you want And all that you are You can keep blaming all that you want And all that you are But you can keep blaming all that you want And all that you are Cause it was sweet In your arms and you were kind Every time I was ready to go As you were ready to start For this infinite potential Wishing I could think twice Sweet In your arms and you were kind Every time I was ready to go As you were ready to start For this infinite potential Wishing I could think twice Think twice took all my might not to chime in and do Creamer's parts. <laughs> oh, please do. No, you do not want to hear me sing. That was brilliant. That was so good. Uh, so tell us a little bit about Love Heart Birthmark. Yes. How did it come about? What was the crack? Where did you write it? What's going on? Tell me everything. It all kind of started, I was, it was during COVID and I kind of ran away from Dublin because I lived in a very small house with a lot of people. Mm. Um, and I was like, just kind of getting sick of that. My granddad his old house is in Donegal in this little village called Rathmullen by the seaside. Nobody in there. I knew there was nobody in there. And I was like, that sounds great. No one else. And this the sea. And just get a, just, yeah, get a change of place. Seems blissful. Like, yeah, it definitely. was class. Yeah. I didn't really even intend on making this EP there or this music. I kind of just went to just change up. I guess we never knew what was going to happen mm. from day to day. Um, so I went there. And I just brought, like, I brought my guitar and a few synths with me because I knew I'd want to write some stuff and some mics and stuff. And I set up, like, a little small studio in there. Um, and like the, he's got a very small house, but it was, like, a little sitting room kind of one-room thing. Cute. And it was nice. Yeah. And I had, like, old, he had old ironing boards that he made and clothes horses. Is he still with us now? No, he's not. Ah. He's dead for a good few years. But, oh, bless. Um, it was really nice because, in a way, I was kind of, like, living the life he lived because he's on his own for so long in that house and then I was on my own in that house doing, yeah. and I was sleeping in his bed like the same sort of it was a really strange parallel thing going on like it's almost like he's part of the record though as yeah. well if you're following like literally his day to day footsteps yeah going for walks every day same place that's um, lovely it was cool um, and then I started making music and there was no real there was no real intent to release it because I didn't know when I would or what was going to happen um, but I just started making stuff and it all went really quick. I kind of just made all the music that I just wanted to make. Now, I wasn't really thinking about what people would think about it. Sure. Um, it was just like, what do I want to make and, and what feels good in the moment? And I had about like seven or eight songs kind of done, like demoed. And I randomly talked to Phil Taggart, who is a radio, he used to be a Radio 1 DJ, but now he's got his podcast, a Slacker, I think it's called. I randomly was just doing, uh, I got talking to him online and then we did like a Zoom call because we talk about music and I, I sent him the EP he called it the EP it was just it was just like music I was working on he just mm. wanted to hear it 
and he listened to all of it and he's like oh this is this EP is amazing and I was like oh it's not an EP it's just like what I've been doing the past few months here and he was like it's you need to finish this and put this out yeah and that's kind of when it became I was like okay so I kind of was thinking about it as a collection then so I went back and I changed a lot of stuff and I kind of made it more cohesive and pulled it all together into one thing but it kind of came it kind of fell into place but in a way it was a very true uh representation of what I wanted to make because I just made it for me you know and it was it was quite different to what I did before I was kind of doing this more broody synth pop thing and I was just like I just love Prince and I love Tears for Fears and I love like music that makes kind of is elevates itself and is joyous and is is kind of bigger than itself and tries to create this other world within it and this kind of uh, uh, this like yeah different dimension that you enter in when you when you listen to it you're like you're thrown to this different space that only it exists in and I think uh, a lot of 80s music and a lot of like synth wave stuff and any of that throwback stuff does that so well um, and I just wanted to kind of make my own world in that and oh. that's kind of how it came and in a way it was like a way to like that that new world that I was making for myself when I was recording it was like I could just not think about it, the fact that I couldn't see my parents or or leave anything or go back to Dublin or do anything or do gigs or anything. But it's mad to think what we can create as artists and as people when we're just afforded a little bit of space. Yeah. A little bit of time to be on your own. And I think that's what lockdown gave to so many of us. For you, it's physically taking you from a crowded house and putting you in like an isolated space. Enough for you to shed all the kind of notions of preconceived ideas of what you needed to produce and just focus on what you wanted to produce. Mm. That's beautiful yeah you must be very proud of the ep you know when you stand back and have a little look at it and go i made that yeah i am it's more than anything else i've ever done yeah i really am and so are we going to have to have another lockdown before you be able to make another record (laughs) i'm working i'm also a part-time scientist so i'm trying to like you know concoct a new a new not really (laughs) concoct a new disease to take over the world i knew when you gave me a hug coming here was more than a hug yeah um i'm actually running away to nashville in october to write an album i've been afforded some time there how why nashville uh, my partner's from there. Okay. And her mother owns a chocolate shop, and it's coming up to Christmas, and they need help. But they also have a little place. So hang on, sorry, you just yeah. breezed over that too quickly. There, a chocolate shop. Yeah. in Nashville. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, this is going to be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I may come back if you stone heavier, but uh, I'll have an album. An, I hope at that point. An album. <laughs> okay, so you're going to go over to Nashville. Yeah. Work in a chocolate shop at Christmas mm-hmm. and write a Christmas album. Yeah, I actually didn't think about that, but yeah, could be a Christmas country record. It's going to be sleigh bells, and it's all going to be sleigh like sleigh bells. Going to be saying y'all. Going to call me Mac. Oh my lord, this is going to be it's be a whole thing. Yeah. So you're going to Nashville and you're going to come back mm. with a new record. That's the hope. I cannot wait yeah. to hear that. Are you going to play another song for I'll us play today? another very chill song. Oh, chill yeah. version of the first single that came out from the EP. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Well, you can play us out with this. And thank you so much for joining us. And people can find you in Whelan's upstairs on the 13th of October. What's your Instagram and your Twitter and all that for people who are listening? Yeah, aner.band on both. Spell aner first. Just oh, yeah. <laughs> A-O-N-A-I-R. There we have it. Spells like it sounds yeah, kind of. You're the only one on Google. People <laughs> yeah. will definitely find you. There is a wine so. shop though too. Don't go to them. Well, maybe do actually. Maybe you could do a partnership. I was thinking about that. Ah, look. Yeah. And chocolates. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Play us out. Thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> Long distance.
distant shotgun wed to a corner of a single bed. I long to be lost and found around you now. Heard the call from the mission bell. Heard a voice in the wishing well. I just might let you in. Now I'm your Misplaced one so still, felt a vacancy once distilled. I long to be anything around you now. When I'm born with a lonely heart, let it rest every time we part. There is no implication, I'm stayed in plain that I'm not the same when I'm your man. While milling around doing my research for this show, found this on a playlist. Don't really know much about it, but we'll just have a listen to it. It's a banger. It's by Sammy Copley and it's called Elephant. I wish I loved as well as I could write. I wish I wrote the things I truly mean. I wish I was the sum of my goodbyes. I wish I knew what to do with in between I could carry in the palm of my hand All the times you looked at me like I was lovely That's not to say I don't think you think I'm lovely That's to say that I carry all the time
So now I am very thrilled to welcome to Dublin City FM the fabulous author, Clodagh Finn. Clodagh, you're very welcome to the studio. It's an absolute pleasure to be here, Ruth. Great. And to see you, I'm delighted to I be know. part of this wonderful programme. Brilliant, thank you so much. And we met, you reminded me, three years ago. That's when we first met, when you were working on your book, Through Her Eyes. That's right. And I was sent by your publisher to go and photograph you in, was it a chapel? Yeah, you're right. It was an oratory, painted by the wonderful Concepta Lynch. Now... So that's, she's a fabulous woman yeah. and this is what you base your life on, to be honest, Claudia. You, you document, capture, retell the stories of amazing women in history. You tell our history through these women. What draws you to this? It's amazing. It all happened actually in 2016. Um, I'm a journalist and I work mostly now for the Irish Examiner, a wonderful newspaper who tells lots of stories in the present and the past about women plug for the Irish Examiner. <laughs> but in 2016, I got a press release and it was from another wonderful kind of women based theatre company called Smashing Times Theatre Company. And they were putting on a production um, about forgotten women in war. And there was six vignettes. And one of them was about a Cork woman who is the Irish Oscar Schindler and her name is Mary Elms and she saved with with other people about 400 children from deportation to Nazi um, gas chambers in 1942 and I had never heard of her 
And also, she has Israel's highest award, Righteous Among the Nations. Oscar Schindler himself has that. And that's given to non-Jewish people who risk their lives to save non-Jews during the Second World War. And I said, why is this woman not a household name? And I started to do a bit of research on her and found a story of an exceptional woman who, apart from doing that, was a linguist, a scholar. Uh, She was taught by Samuel Beckett in Trinity and she learned French and Spanish. And that's what set her on that journey. She went to the Spanish Civil War where she volunteered and she followed her Spaniards over the Pyrenees into the south of France. And that's where that's how she finds herself during the Second World War. And the camps start to fill up with Jews and she goes out of her way to save tens, hundreds of them. And you were obviously touched by not just her story, but the fact that she wasn't a household name. So you wrote an entire book about her. I did. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> a Time yeah. to Risk It All, right? Yes, that's right. By Gil Books. Yes, yeah. yes. So that was your first book, was it? It was. Yeah. It was. And then I met you on the campaign for Through Her Eyes. That's right. Okay. And tell me a little bit more. So you, obviously you got the gras for discovering these undiscovered women. <laughs> that's exactly it. And I suppose it was a gras that went right back to my childhood because I'm from Tralee and my dad and mom, they were great storytellers. And my dad used to tell me the stories on the landscape, you know, and he used to tell us stories of the witch of Carinthul, who may or may not be real. Oh, she's real. You know, she's real. If you ever hear about yeah, a witch like that, go. they're real. But I was very interested in the stories, all stories. And when I went to look at the stories that interest me through history, they weren't there. Or they were in the footnotes. Mm. Or you'd have a little mention of this lady was the sister of somebody and she did something. And that was it. So I started to look back um, right in the Stone Age. Why not start at the very beginning? And see if I could tell the story of the history of Ireland from the Stone Age right through to the digital present, through the lives of women. That interests me because I think it really brings um, stories to life. And I was wondering, you know, what was it like for a woman to be alive in Ireland in the last century, the century before, I was curious. Mm. So I kind of stepped into a TARDIS, you know, and just stopped down wherever took my fancy and uh, Concepta Lynch and we met in that beautifully illustrated um, oratory I call her the Irish Michelangelo and it's only slightly exaggerated No, I think that's so true because you know I walked in not really knowing anything about this woman and discovering this incredible church that she had painted hand painted so beautifully but I didn't know anything about yeah. it nothing at all and I was like this is such a sh- I know everything about male artists let me tell you that don't yes. do half as good as work as she did and I walked in I was like I need to know more about this woman and you were to hand and yeah. I found it loads <laughs> but she is one of the the 21 women in That's your right. book through her eyes yeah. that you you know tell us about which is gorgeous yeah. then you went from through her eyes to uh, her keys to the city, which is honouring the women who made Dublin. Now, a couple of the facts that you have in this in the, in the in the press release here absolutely blow me blow me away. Just four women were among the eighty three people given the freedom of the city of Dublin since the award was inaugurated in eighteen seventy six. Is that real? That is real, and it is true, and it is staggering. And 
often when I ask people, um, how many women do you think got the Freedom of the City since the award was inaugurated? And I'm blown away by the number of people who say none. Oh, wow. Because we just have lost faith. We've lost faith. And this book is all down to the previous Lord Mayor, Alison Gilliland, who is such a champion. And when she came into office, she wanted to give all these women in the past the freedom of the city. Yeah. But you can't give a person the freedom of the city if they are dead. Oh. So she came up with this idea to honour 80 women, to bring it up to parity and to just write them back into the record. And she came to you. She the came most to me. perfect we met, woman to do the yeah, job. We met on the Twitter, as I call it, <laughs> and we were, you know, talking about other women. And... This is a very kind of democratic project because in February she put it out to the people who do you think should be in there and we got some fantastic suggestions and we were coming down with stories of women who hadn't been given the um, recognition that they needed. What kind of women are we talking about? Well the one that comes to mind today is Dr Kathleen Lynn because this is the anniversary of her death. She died on the 14th of September in 1955. She's probably quite well known because there's a campaign at the moment to name the children's the new children's hospital after her because in 1919 she set up the very first paediatrician paediatrician hospital in Dublin in Charlemont Street where the Carlton Hotel is now she did it with 70 pounds and two cots yeah and what they did was amazing it was very patient oriented very woman focused a lot of the staff were women and they were encouraged to go out and innovate and one of them Dr Dorothy Stopford Price who's also in the book learnt German so she could find out what was being done in Europe to tackle the epidemic of the time, which was TB. And she was the woman who introduced the BCG vaccine, the vaccine against TB Ireland. What a hero. What a hero. You've all these women who worked in so many spheres um, celebrated in the book. Oh, we should definitely name the children's hospital out. Now, it costs a lot more than 70 quid and a few cots. That's it. That's it. <laughs> you see, I'm telling you, they should take take pointers from Dr. Kathleen Lynn. Another thing in Dr. Kathleen Lynn, too, she was a gay woman living with her partner in Rat Mines, I think. Ah. Yeah. And oh. they were both very involved together in public life and in private life. And actually, a lot of the women, the revolutionary women, some of the trade unionists, um, were were gay women. Uh, two women in the book, and I'm thinking of them recently too, is Louis Bennett or Louisa Bennett. And she was the general secretary, if you like, of the Irish Women's Workers Union. And her partner was Helen Shenovix. And they are commemorated in a bench in Stephen's Green. Really? So I love the idea that if you go around Dublin City, you'll find... Well, yeah. that's very explicit and well known, but people have forgotten the story. Oh, I didn't know this, there you, so you I'm going to go searching in Stephen's Green for Yeah, and it's women. a huge bench, and it's a fantastic bench. And Come that on. woman, in 1945, she supported the laundry workers who went out on strike. They were out on strike for four months, 1,500 of them, who were working in hot, fetid laundries for 13 hours a day. And they were campaigning for two weeks' paid holiday. Oh. And they won, not only for themselves, but for all of us. So we have them to thank for two weeks, for paid holidays. Now, 
you know, and that's kind of forgotten. Although they're commemorated in Liberty Hall. Have a look at the side of Liberty Hall and you'll see a uh, tribute to them and Delia Larkin. We hear a lot about Jim. Yeah. But Delia's in there too. So there's two things for you um, to look so at. So Delia was supporting those those women. She was. She, she was very involved in the labour movement as well. And she's sort of forgotten under the shadow of Jim. Yeah. Um, but she was a great woman and she was a journalist and she used to write articles for... Uh, women for women's rights, for votes for women, for workers' rights. Yeah. Why do you think women are forgotten like they are? I think what what happened is that history took on a certain cast and it was the stories of battles and it was the stories of military might and it was the story of politics. And it was kind of, there was the slick of testosterone right across it, you know, and it just became, you know, this is what makes history. And I think in recent years, a fantastic woman from Cork, who's also in the book, Margaret McCurtain, challenged that because she did a PhD on a bishop. His name escapes me, which is terrible. I should remember the men as well. As the <laughs> so we'll forgive but, you. Yeah, we'll forgive forgive you. You. You've got loads of other yeah, names going but on. But she, she went across Europe and looked in the archives and she saw how present the women were in his lives. And she started to campaign for a different telling of history. And just on an interesting one, Tolkien, Lord of the Rim, Rings, was her supervisor. Staff. Yeah, would Look, you believe, would you believe that? This. And he said, will you come... So she she was a very smart lady. She said, will you come and do your PhD with me? And she said, no, actually, I have a vocation. And oh. she, she joined the nuns. <gasps> so she was a nun and a campaigner and a fighter for the rights of women. And she lectured. People will know her as Sister Ben in UCD. And the, when the Archbishop... John Charles McQuaid asked her for her lecture notes, would you believe, in 1964 to see if they were all right? She just said no. (laughs) But she was was one of the, the people in Ireland who really changed the tide and said women contribute in so many ways, in the male ways. I mean, they're You'll find them, you know, tinkers, tinkers, tailors, soldiers, sailors, politicians. But they have right from the beginning what you might call a softer social power. And they they make they have made the world around us. And yeah, it's time to just. So I think since the 60s and 70s, there's been a shift, but there's a long way to go. There is absolutely a lot. Is there anyone else in the book that you want to give it a nod to? Or is there any favourites or any like divils, any stories? You'd love Agnes Barnell. Do you remember Agnes Barnell? Can't say I do. Yeah, well, she, you would have loved Agnes Barnell. She was a cabaret singer and she fled Berlin, Nazi Berlin, just before the Nazi party came to power. And she came first to London where she was codenamed Vicky and she had a radio programme like yourself but she was spreading disinformation to upset upset the Germans and she would send coded messages to the resistance but one of the things she said there was a call for all the Germans to put samples of their poo in bottles and send them to the Gestapo headquarters <laughs> you can imagine the chaos <laughs> Uh, yeah, I love that you connect me with this. No, legend. no, it's, yeah, but you'd love that. I thought you'd love that. I do. But here, she was a real 
cultural icon, if you like. She came to Dublin. This is what made me think of her. <laughs> think of you. She was a real kind of cultural innovator. She was very involved in setting up the Project Arts Centre. Uh, she married um, Desmond Leslie, um, who famously was a bit of a Lothario and you know, the marriage split up, but she came to Dublin and she did so much in the cultural scene. This is what made me think of you. And she um, she had acted with Vivian Lee and Sean Connery. Wow. And she she was a real character and she did so much for the cultural life of Dublin. That's what, yeah, brings so, her to mind. <laughs> and her granddaughter writes about her beautifully in the book. Yeah. Ah, oh, fantastic. So in Her Keys to the City and Through Her Eyes, we'll find out about loads of different women who work in different industries and have done so many different things Absolutely. for us all, for us all. that we're yeah. all still like find, like feeling the value of. Absolutely. And I'll finish with one actually yeah. because today is an auspicious day or a momentous day because for the first time contraceptives are available free to, for 17 to 25 year olds. Yeah. It makes me think of a woman who is very much still with us called Mary or May McGee, who was a mother of four. She had four children under the age of two. Um, she had a succession of a lot of pregnancies, two and then had twins. Oh. And her doctor said it, it would be a danger to your health to um, have any more children. Mm. And he recommended spermicidal jelly which he had to import because it was illegal in Ireland in 1973. The customs yeah. seized her spermicidal jelly. Just. Would you believe that? I would believe it. Yeah, and she took them to the Supreme Court <gasps> wow. and won and Did overturned you? the ban of contraception What year in is Ireland, this we talking? 1973. That's just... And it took decades for it to be inscribed in law. Like wow. it wasn't, you know, there was the Irish solution to the Irish problem and people were worried that so many sacred sperm would be wasted. Uh. Yeah, it's unbelievable. But I think of her today, she's such a brave lady. And it's worth saying too, she is deaf. So... But that didn't stop her. You yeah. know, she can lip read, but she went through and, you know, the, the would have, initially her church was against her. Her husband stood beside her, but she stood up and she fought for all of us. So a special shout out to her in Scaries today. Big shout out to Big her. Big shout, shout her. out to her. Love her. Yeah, Everything Mae she's done for yeah. us. Go on, Mae McGee. Yeah. Claudia Finn, thank you so much Absolute for being pleasure. an inspirational oh, woman no. yourself and coming in and telling us all these fabulous stories. So you can pick up your book, Her Keys to the City, Through Her Eyes and A Time to Risk All. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. <laughs> My pleasure. Cheers, love.
That is all we have time for here on Spotlight. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you missed any of the show and you'd like to catch up with us, you can listen back on Spotify. We will post the links to that very soon. If you'd like to get in touch, like I keep saying, this is a community radio station. I'm posting about events and things that are happening on having it around Dublin and around Ireland. And if you have something coming up, if you've got an exhibition or you've got a new single coming out or you've got a poetry reading or a workshop or whatever it is that's going on in your life and you'd like to use our platform here on the radio station, just send me a mail. Send me an email. It's the easiest thing to do. Spotlight at Dublin City fm.ie and either myself or producer Ashley will pick it up and we will get you the airtime that you deserve um, Culture Night is happening as you know in two nights time I'm going to be doing something in my own studio uh, I'm a photographer as well as doing this kind of radio DJ show um, I'm going to be doing a little bit of like performance photographing I don't know how you're going to I don't know I don't know what it's called I should really put a name on this thing but I'm inviting the public that's you, to come into my studio, which is number four Chatham Row in town, part of the Dean Arts Studios, from five to seven on Friday night. And you can come in and sit for a portrait, but not just a normal portrait. It's going to be done in complete silence. So you rock up to my studio, don't say a word. Sit down on a chair, don't say a word. I won't say a word. I'm going to figure out your character and your personality and everything in the quiet moments. I'm going to take photographs of all the people who arrived to my studio between those hours. And then I'm going to do a little exhibition of it. And it's something new. I haven't tried it before. Normally I rely on chatting an awful lot to get to know people. So this is my way of kind of doing something for the community, something artistic, which you're all more than welcome to join in for. Uh, we have lots of things on in the Dean Art Studio. Lots more artists opening their studio doors. So come in for a little nose. Should we all do, we all love having a nose at artist studios, and that's what Culture Night is really about. So please join us there. My Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all that is ruthless imagery. So if you'd like to know more about that, then just drop me a message or indeed. Anything you want to say or be on this show, give us a bell. Thank you so much for joining us today. And we will come back to you next week with even more events, arts, culture and new Irish music. Thank you so much.